Hello. Hello. I'm Justin. I'm Allison. And this is episode 157 of Robots on Typewriters. You know what's happening right now? I didn't even mention this to you. What is happening? It's a bed episode. I'm in my bed. I got oh, you. Oh, shit. You didn't even know. We've been talking for like an hour and you had no idea. This I'm is entrapment. If you're in your bed, yeah. you have to tell me. I thought, you know, but I feel like I can get away with it this time. It hasn't, I have not recorded from my bed in a really long time. And I always love, like, it just feels like a special cozy little sleepover. I'm just, I'm, I'm a sleepy boy today. So I decided to stay in my bed. Nice. I mean, I, you, I feel like one can only be a sleepy boy while sleeping in a bed in your home. So this. It's true. It's, yes. It's all come full circle. Yeah. Speaking of full circle, it's also maybe before we get into what this is, or maybe we should save this, but it's it's secretly only known to us that this is like the season finale of Robots <laughs> on Typewriters. It's been a long season. Sometimes but... a season lasts about four years. <laughs> But yeah, we've we've decided to kind of um to kind of close the um chapter of this. How do you how do you view this? Yeah, the way I see it is like we have a problem, and that problem is that we have like a big old stable of characters. So when we do uh games, when we play, what what do we do here? We play games sometimes. We'll get to we that. Do play games. Uh, yeah, when we'll we get play to games, that. when we do improv that involves uh, characters. We try to make new characters, but we have this growing stable of recurring characters to the point that like every time we do improv now, there's a strong temptation to bring back these characters that we've been uh, using and uh, and acting out their lives for several years. And it's just hard to, to move on and make like new interesting characters when yeah. there are these like really complicated backstories that I don't remember <laughs> anymore that like... <laughs> We start losing details on, yeah, we, we want to make some fresh characters, and we think one way to do that is to uh, not kill off, not uh, never talk again about, but to, to give some space, to give like some separation between our, our beloved uh, existing characters and kind of a new era of some new characters. Yeah, so we are going to be later, like we said, we will we'll explain all this, but later we're going to be um playing a game that will kind of act as a as a, a season finale to this kind of little universe of characters. And of course, like Justin said, it's not that we will never visit this universe again, but um I think in the future we're going to be focusing on when we play kind of role playing games or storytelling games, we're going to be focusing on um kind of starting a, a some kind of new universe from from scratch that doesn't you know exist within the confines of the the uh the universe we've previously established um it's like the marvel like wave one wave two or whatever they yeah. call that yeah, yeah. New, i also don't uh, know what that's called robots on typewriter cinematic universe but yeah that all that all being said um what 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 are we even talking about? What are we doing here? Why are we, why are we, what is this the season finale of in the first place? I'm glad you asked. Thank I don't you. know if that was for me <laughs> or for you. It was, that was, that was a bit, that was more for me. That was um, a bit. But thank you. That was, it was just a bit, honestly. Uh, well, it was very funny. <laughs> um, this is a podcast called Robots on Typewriters, where we talk about computational creativity. That means the ways that people use AI, computers, random generation, machine learning to make art, to tell stories, to make music, 
And um, we celebrate that by doing two segments on this show, um, both of which were named using a random word generator. And the first one is our zesty hat, where we talk about something that is uh, current news, something we want to share that we found around the internet. And then we play our trashy toy, which is a game either of our own creation or of someone else's that we are just playing and using tools to have some fun. Uh, It is my turn to don the zesty hat this week. And I am going to be talking about something that has apparently been taking this world by storm a little bit. I must admit, I kind of missed it because I I don't spend a lot of time on my like regular Twitter anymore, which is where I follow all the kind of like creative AI accounts and and stuff like that. Um, But uh, recently, OpenAI has created a new version of Dolly. It is Dolly 2, a text-to-image generation program. Did we talk about Dolly the first time? I I wasn't sure, but then when I went to the original Dolly 1 article and saw some of the images, I was like, oh, Mm. yeah, I did. I definitely had this as a hat like a year ago. Yeah. So, yeah, Dolly, it is spelled all caps, D-A-L-L hyphen E. It's a kind of, it's a portmanteau of of like Salvador Dolly and the robot Wally from the titular, titular robot. The eponymous. Oh, yeah. Wally. I've never seen Wally. What? It's so good. Yeah, I've never seen like any movie. It's <laughs> whoa. What do you want your first movie to be? I don't know. I've been thinking about it. What do you think? If, if someone total sidebar, if someone had never seen a movie, what would be your recommendation for a first movie? Hmm. Um. Probably Wally. some real bullshit like The Artist. <laughs> uh. Just like a silent movie. Just like start where it began. Yeah, exactly. Go all the way. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking of like like Avatar 2012 or whatever year it was. Like something that like people don't actually like Avatar. that much. Avatar. And then just try I to convince like them like this is what people are crazy about. And they're if like, if someone Why? had never seen a movie and did watch Avatar, I feel like they'd love it. Yeah, right. They would be like <laughs> the biggest Avatar fan. Man, that's where James Cameron went wrong. He that should have been the first movie ever. <laughs> People would have loved that, that it. Was it. Yeah, his biggest mistake was letting other movies exist. Yeah. No, I think, like, seriously, if you wanted someone to watch their first movie ever, like, probably just, like, some, like, Spielberg blockbuster, like a Jurassic Park E.T., right? Like, Yeah, like, that's, that I think that that's, sense. like, enjoyed by the whole family. Sure. Yeah. Good answer. Okay. Back to Dolly. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I, like I said, I haven't been super steeped in this um, in this uh, uh, hubbub. But is there is there hubbub about Dolly, or is it just cool? Oh uh, no, there's. I I've got the hubbub. I've got Twitter threads aplenty open. Hubbub Ooh. threads. It's cool threads. Um, okay. Shit's complicated threads. People have thoughts. It's Twitter. Of course, people yep. have thoughts. It's Twitter and it's AI. <laughs> it is a text to image generation program. Um, like other things that we have talked about on this podcast, it builds on Clip, which is a um this this it's a GAN, right? You know, it's a generative yeah. adver- adversarial network. Um, which is, uh, you know, it's it's kind of been interesting to see GANs get more and more kind of popular. Like we, like I was talking about that YouTube video a couple weeks ago. Like people are like more aware that they're a thing, and they, you know, they see these like AI generated images around Twitter and stuff like that. And that's it's it's fun that there is a little bit more literacy around that. 
um, that's that's coming up. Um, and yeah, clip seems to be the thing that a lot of these things are are built off, which is you know, it's the gan daddy of them all. The gan daddy, my my gan daddy, <laughs> gan pappy, <laughs> gan How have we never said like gan ma? That's- I don't know. I mean. Pretty well, good. Uh, yeah, so basically what it is, is it's a, it's a you know, I'm going to try to explain it. I always hand this one off to you, but I'm going to stumble through being articulate about it. this one. Um, it is, oh, I just saw the words Granny Smith apple in this in this article, and it's totally oh, flooded Ganny my brain. Smith. Ganny Smith. <laughs> yeah, so a, a generative adversarial network is uh, is a, an AI that is, Kind of uh, pitting two different different AIs against each other, and um, they are kind of like uh, you know. D- 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 <laughs> I don't know there why. There are two I AIs inside you. There are two AIs inside you, and they are fighting, and they are going to fight each other until they create a beautiful <laughs> image. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, in you know, simple terms, it's very simple terms. Um. But yeah, it is. Um, so Dolly is using Clip to kind of create images based off of a, t- a text input. So you you know you feed it something like a. This one really blows my mind. First one, I'm looking at this article on TheVerge.com about um, about Dolly too. And the first image that they show, um, not the first one that's like the headline, but like the the second one down is a Dolly two result for Shiba Inu dog wearing a beret and a black turtleneck. Like yeah. the way this looks photorealistic is something that I feel like I have not seen in Gans yet. Like there have been things where like an image will be like elements of it will look super photorealistic. This entire thing from top to bottom looks like a real photo. Like there's a blurred brick background. The fo- like the dog looks incredibly real. The clothes look real. The textures are right. It's like very very impressive. Yeah, I know at this point I'm probably the boy who cries like AI is cool or something, but like this has hit me in a like Dolly two has hit me in the way that like GPT two yeah, and three I mean, like, and it's like only AI natural that, that keeps happening. Like stuff keeps getting cooler, and it's like, <laughs> damn, they're just <laughs> people are good at this. Yeah, the the actual outputs of this are incredible, and there's yeah, there's photorealistic outputs that are incredible. There's like stylized, artistic looking uh, outputs that are incredible. Um, so much of it looks like coherent in a way that a lot of Gan art has not looked coherent in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but there's a dark side to it all. To, let Please me tell me. Let's keep. You want to stay yeah. on the positives before I get to all the cynical um, takes about this? Sure. On, yeah, I, I like doing things that way. Talk yeah. it up, tear it down. No, I just wanted to be like clear that like before I get to all the cynicism about it, like I was this weekend like obsessed with Dolly too. I could not stop looking at images that it's Mm -hmm. um, created. There was a thread where Sam Altman, uh, I don't have his Twitter up anymore. I think it's like Sam A uh, is his Twitter, but he's one of the open AI researchers that like has access to Dolly too and probably like made it. Um, Mm -hmm. he was just like having people, you could reply to his tweet thread and he would put in whatever you gave as a prompt and he would show what Dolly 2 made out of your prompt. And it was incredible. It was like amazing piece of art after amazing piece of art. This is not something that is open to the public to use, right? Correct. Yeah. This right now is just in the hands of OpenAI. Yeah. OpenAI and like they say something vague, like and select partners, but that basically at this point i think means microsoft because like, it's microsoft a spousal is, benefit like, so everyone who works yeah. at OpenAI, <laughs> their their partners are allowed to use it too 
yeah exactly you if you're married to an open ai researcher you have this uh which honestly is kind of patriarchal like you know what about people who are life partners but are not married like why can't they use dolly too that's stupid and i keep saying dolly i don't know why you're uh hearkening back to mr worldwide pitbull (laughs) exactly yeah you're precisely right so yeah that kind of gets to one of the complaints about Dale that uh yeah so it's not open for just anyone to go generate right. things with right now and we open know AI, <laughs> we open love, AI we love does open the, the classic like AI ethicsy thing where they're like oh yeah we don't want it to get into the wrong hands or whatever people to sure. use it for free yeah okay you don't want other people to make money off <laughs> we don't of want it. We, fucking podcasters using it for stupid bullshit yet <laughs> Which, like, fair. I think they also <laughs> don't want people, um, even their, like, select partners or whatever, they have a lot of rules about what mm-hmm. you're allowed to make with it. And uh, it's, like, you can't, they, like, filter text ahead of time. So, like, you can't make anything violent. You can't make anything, like, PG-13. Um, they don't, they, they do not <laughs> want, like, deep fake porn made by Dolly. Yeah, they can say fuck one time. Exactly. Yeah, in a non-sexual context. Right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, the, the, the problem that that kind of stems out of, though, is uh, like so many of the recent white papers, and if you're, you probably have your bingo card ready if you're a longtime <laughs> listener of this podcast of like, what's Justin going to say about this big new AI? <laughs> uh, yeah, first of all, of course, it was published in a, uh, and I'm doing heavy finger quotes here, a white paper. Right. Um, and I, I'll back things Can up. I, guess? I feel like I, go on, please. Not peer reviewed. <laughs> You got it. Yeah. So I was going to give the broader scope for non-academics that uh, when you publish a paper in academia, when you publish any like research paper, the reason you always see research papers like that in like the New England Journal of Medicine or like Nature or uh, in this case, like in a conference, like the the New England Journal of Medicine here, fresh (laughs) off the presses. Dolly too, the hot <laughs> cure for every disease. Um, no, and in like cases like this, you might publish it like a conference, like NUR IPS. I forget what the IPS stands for, but it's you know <laughs> people who make uh, AIs publish at these AI conferences. Um, but the big tech companies, and this was uh, sort of led by Google and Facebook, and now OpenAI is following. Even though they're a Microsoft offshoot, Microsoft's normally pretty good about not doing this, but now they're getting worse about it too. Ah. All the big tech companies are like, man, who needs peers when you are just big and have money? Um, <laughs> so normally these papers would be published in a peer-reviewed uh, we're venue. All peers so other... here, right? Exactly. We're, we're all cool. We're You're my, like the Twitter's I, my I, peer. Yeah, come on. Um, so normally you would publish this um, in a way that other peers, other experts in your field get to review the work first to make sure it's like valid and it's uh, it's reproducible. It's, you know, legitimate. Um, this was a white paper that doesn't have like any of the uh, any of the details you would need to reproduce this, even if so I can we can probably all assume that none of us, none of our laptops at home have enough compute power to uh, reproduce Dale. But even if we did. Even if we had like a supercomputer right in front of us, even if we were, you know, even if I'm Mark Zuckerberg and I have the Facebook supercomputers in front of me, uh, I, I there's just no details here. They don't say what the size of the data set they trained Dale on is. They don't say what kind of like how big parameter wise it is, which normally uh, even like the GPT-3 paper like brags about like whatever 8.8 billion parameters or whatever. 
they don't even really tell the details of like how the GANs oh. work. Is it like, okay. is it just two AI? Is it just two models? Is it like a billion models? It's just Sam Altman sketching really, really quickly. <laughs> it, like for all we know, it, it could be. Um, <laughs> yeah. We know it's a huge amount of data and compute power and all that. And they, that's pretty much all we know. Um, yeah. So that's, that's one thing that makes this uh, pretty pretty sketchy and not not really science so much as like a pr press release statement um there was a really good twitter thread on that topic by uh alex j champendard artificial intelligence expert deep learning ml researcher at alex jc on twitter um he's kind of been the one getting the traction for the this isn't open uh this isn't even an open source paper or peer-reviewed paper uh, Mm -hmm. argument which like man, I should just tweet faster because like this is becoming <laughs> <Yeah>. my beat. <laughs> um, likewise, so that's like our, that's problem number two. Problem number, or that's problem number one. Oops, I can't count to two. Uh, problem number two, um, you can probably go ahead and guess as well. So whenever we have um, generative, uh, generative models like this um, that just like, well, we fed them the entire internet, so they make something. What's mm-hmm. what's normally a problem with just feeding the entire internet and letting them generate things? Shit. Um, yeah, shit, exactly. <laughs> shit goes in, shit comes out. Yeah. Bias, um, racial and sexist bias, uh, class biases. There is another Twitter thread by another AI skeptic-y kind of person, Arthur Michel, at Right Arthur, that was getting some traction. Um, with things like generating uh, images of the word nurse. And there's a bunch of uh, very photorealistic pictures of women wearing scrubs, um, mostly Asian women, actually, uh, wearing scrubs and holding a stethoscope. Likewise, it generated a bunch of uh, pictures for photo of a personal assistant. And again, uh, white and Asian women, um, like holding a laptop or a phone. Um, Images of a flight attendant. And again, white and Asian women wearing a, a, a little cravat and like a blazer. <laughs> and then uh, images of a lawyer. And it's all old white guys sitting in front mm-hmm. of books. Um, mm-hmm. And these are like the, the system that like select partners have access to. I'm not sure really how Arthur Michel has access to it, but I'm sure he's a select partner. There is like mm-hmm. a... There's a, a preview-y kind of GitHub thing. So maybe you can start. Uh, maybe I'm a little behind the times and you can just generate your own stuff oh, right uh. now. Um, but yeah, uh, Arthur Michel goes on to explain that, um, yeah, that they have some like language around like, oh, we couldn't just filter out uh, all of these biased images because if we just filtered out all images of women, that's a diff- that becomes a bigger problem, which like, yeah, open AI, yeah. you nailed it. The problem is that women are being <laughs> depicted in any way. Uh, pretty, pretty good. You guys understand. Well, you want us to not have women? Then what? We're not going to have nurses, I guess. That is essentially their uh, their answer. They're like, yeah, look, it's a problem, but like, if we're if we're gonna show women, like, we gotta show women. Um, there's where they belong. Arthur also tested the uh, their idea that there's you can't generate violence with uh, with this. That there's a violence filter. So he said, of course, you can't generate an image of a dead horse in a pool of blood. But if you generate an image for a photo of a horse sleeping in a pool of red liquid, it it generates exactly (laughs) what you think. It generates a pretty disturbing photorealistic image of 
Yeah. And he also references a Twitter thread by our bestie, Mike Cook, who Ooh. finally got in on uh, my my third point here, the AI ethics argument. Um, and he has a really good uh, a really good thread on AI ethics that kind of permeates a lot of the big uh, big tech company AI models that we talk mm-hmm. about, which is they all in their papers have like this little section that's like AI ethics. Uh, but for the most part, their paragraph is like AI tough, huh? Like as he puts <laughs> it, they we've somehow over the last few years confused AI ethics with pointing at the mess you made and shrugging. Right. He puts a, a paragraph of text from the Dolly uh, paper that says, like, as noted above, the model is uh, also the, the model and the manner in which it is deployed have potential harms that are measured and mitigated and have the potential to create harmful biases. And a potentially concerning example of this arises in the Dolly 2 preview in the context of pre-training data and filtering, blah, 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 blah. It, go, it, it just has this, like, long, unclear paragraph where it's like, this model exists in this way and it can, these things can happen. But if any, it says at the end, such removal or such filtering, whatever, such removal can have downstream effects on what is seen as it's available and appropriate in, in public discourse. Like, and Mike quotes this big, long, very mysteriously written paragraph and says like, uh, what is the point of this? Like, is, is there actually a point at which ethical studies would result in, the halting of this work because if not you may as well not bother doing these ethical studies like the phrasing in this paragraph is bizarrely detached as if some otherworldly force is making this system exist okay Um, but hey good question (laughs) and he he does follow it up with a the eric andre gif the uh you know we were looking for the guy who did this after he he shoots the guy (laughs) um the the idea that like OpenAI is complaining that there's some bias in this system and that this bias is probably not acceptable, but it might removing it might also have other effects. Like, dude, you're the one that made it. You're yeah. like, if it has problems, just don't put it out yet. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the detachment of big tech companies from the problems that they're making, just throwing out a big generative model like this in the in the world and saying like, well, we address bias by saying like, pretty fucked up some of the things this thing does huh? right yeah um yeah Ugh. well that's the the good and bad of dolly um yeah seriously go look at the images it creates they're unbelievably good yeah um, unbelievably photorealistic or artistic in other cases um but on the other hand let's not celebrate open ai too much because <laughs> they suck so I hope, I mean, maybe we will have a development on this at some point when, I mean, maybe, you know, if they like, what would be the, like the information that, that would like help us understand how this is so good? I mean, just like the parameters and, and stuff like that, like if that information yeah, is not out, hopefully yeah. the data set was. So yeah. that, that was kind of the breakthrough of GPT-3 that like I, I complained for a long time that like you can't just make the model that much better by adding more parameters and more data and then <laughs> right. they did and i i ate crow when gpt3 kind of released yeah. and we first saw some of the uh outputs of it that like well it turns out you can like we haven't <laughs> yeah. hit the limit yet yeah um yeah i think they i think legit the info we're gonna get is that they use some really monstrously large data set of like right. images photos artists like uh art pieces that were probably all like really meticulously labeled and it probably took them forever to get this data set together um 
but part right, of the reason right. you wouldn't want to say that this data set is how we did this is um, in the peer review process, your peer reviewers would probably say, well, that data set sounds like a real benefit to the entire AI community and you should make it public. <laughs> right, uh, right. And open AI right. and Microsoft don't make money if uh, everyone has access to the big old picture data set. That the, the right. thing of value that they likely made here was a, a giant data set of like all of the images on the internet. Like that's that's incredibly valuable. Uh, but we we as For a them. don't don't know. Yeah, exactly. That's incredibly <laughs> profitable even. Yeah. Um, but it would be incredibly valuable if everyone else also had access to this big data set. And like if you did this as your PhD project, if this was like a university uh, publicly funded thing you were doing, you wouldn't have the option. You would it would become public. You would make this a, a public thing for everyone to enjoy. So because a big tech company did it, they they don't have to do that, um, which sucks. Yeah. Well, yeah, that is. Um, yeah. Thank you for tagging in on that one um, with your your kind of expertise that you've experienced. Thanks for on popping our bubble on that one. Uh, <laughs> bringing it down. No, no. I because um, like I said, I um, have not been uh, super, super uh, cognizant of this going on. Um, and we we're, we're kind of tag teaming the whole episode today. It's one of those ones where we're both coming in on on both things. So um, that was before we wrap oh, up. Yeah, Dolly, oh. Have you seen the the pic the image a lot of the articles about it have used as their uh, they're like front page image the two teddy bears mixing sparkling yes. chemicals I actually that one have is the one that really blows me avoided away. it like the, I saw it and it like gives me this like I have this like nostalgia and love for I spy books but also when I see an image that reminds me of them there's something like heavily really uncanny and like uncomfortable to me and for so something about that teddy bear image like looks like an I spy book and it makes me feel weird and I don't really want to look at it. <laughs> the it's the result for um teddy bears mixing sparkling spark sparkling chemicals as as mad scientists steampunk. Um, yeah, if you read the is, whole white yeah. paper, there's like four different uh generated images for that in like four very different artistic styles that oh, all wow. look like different like children's media. It's oh, wow. unbelievable. Yeah. Um it is yeah, definitely definitely astonishing an image of an image um but yeah the highs and lows of this, this fucking yeah model man this fucking model the this fucking model can be uh you know i have my twitter bot corner oh uh, yeah <laughs> justin, justin has this fucking model corner <laughs> this fucking model of the week someone might uh think something uh this podcast was about something different if they if they just uh picked up <laughs> on yeah, one well, of those you know We'll probably but, get more listeners that way. Hey, it's true. Um, hey, yeah. <laughs> hey, this. Uh, yeah, that that was that was our that was our zesty hat this week. Um, and uh, yeah, so we are going to pick up our trashy toy, our last trashy toy, where it left off. Um, we, um, like we said, we're we're gonna we want to kind of try to uh, give a um, give some kind of resolute ending to the kind of universe of characters that we have we have been creating over the last several years you know with kind of jack and the gourmet crime family or what is it yeah the gourmet crime family at the center and then you know the the ones that have all surrounded Possibly the that. gourmet vampire family the gourmet vampire family which was the real breakthrough and it, it, i i do kind of like like that feels like a you know a like 
um, you know, the 11th hour kind of uh, reveal that leads into the resolution to the conflict. So um, I think, yeah, we are going to, we're going to try to, um, we're going to try to craft a craft a, a, an ending to, to that story a little bit today and see where it leaves. And I, and I, I think this kind of just came to me. Um, if we ever, you know, come across these characters again, it will kind of feel like we are visiting them in their epilogue stage of life, you know? It's like where, where uh, everything, like the, the crazy things have happened to them, and now um, they're just kind of in their retirement. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> we, we made the joke before we started recording that we will visit Jack in the future, like police visiting Hannibal Lecter. Like we'll, <laughs> yeah. we'll consult him to help us solve crimes, but he will not be the main criminal anymore. Yeah. Um, so we are actually going to, we're going to start a new AI dungeon game for today. Um, AI dungeon is of course, if you have not heard of it, um, if this is your first episode, you know, Ooh. we always say it, but this might be a weird one to start on. Like, at least go listen to last week. I think that would give you if, enough. Yeah, then you'll work. listen last week and you'll be like, this is a weird one to start on. Eventually, <laughs> you'll just have to listen from the beginning chronologically. That's how we get you. Um, but uh, yeah, so we are going to, um, we're going to kind of continue from last week, but on a new, uh, a clean slate on AI Dungeon. And AI Dungeon is a, a, um, game that you can find at AIDungeon.io. It is a text-based adventure game that runs off of GPT-3. I always say that with a question mark, and I'm like yeah, pretty sure does. about it, it's but a, I, I always, I feel the, like there was like- One of the biggest this fucking models out there. <laughs> yeah, I always, I always feel like there, it like went to something else later, but I don't think that's, I, I don't think that's true. Um, Maybe they did, I don't know. I don't fucking, I don't fucking know. We're professionals, clearly. Um, but uh, yeah, it is a- very easy to play user-friendly text adventure game where you can go in and user-friendly um, text adventure <laughs> you can um type your way through a little text adventure game you you know you can say whatever you want to it play whatever kind of character you want and the game kind of uh responds to your prompts and just writes itself using gpt3 and it is uh it's a really um really really fun thing to do uh with you know by yourself with friends there's a multiplayer player version that Justin and I play which allows us to to both control our own characters on our you know on our own um in the same adventure and yeah so uh did we did we agree we're we're still gonna be playing ourselves here right we are Allison and Justin I think so yeah what if, what if this week you play Allison and I play Justin that'd be fun I'm just joking um, maybe next season um but yeah so I'm going to oh that'd be cool if next season our new intro is you say hello, and I say I'm hello. Allison. Huh, yeah, the Griffin model is GPT-3, but the Dragon model is Jurassic 1. Wyvern mm. model is GPT-Neo-X. Oh, God, there's so many things I don't hey, know. Yeah, look. <laughs> Grow up, AI people. <laughs> we already made GPT-3. Do we need all these other ones? Once you get in here, uh, what do we want our beginning prompt to be? We've we've chosen the custom settings, so that means we get to kind of give it our own prompt for where we are going with this. Um, and yeah, just to kind of update, we were kind of trying to scroll back through our last adventure to remember how things ended. We we were talking, so there was a a murder that um, Jack 
committed. That was yeah. a woman named Janine, and Janine's mom kind of came on the scene and was really kind of incoherent and just repeated the same things over and over again. So it kind of muddled things and made it hard to kind of wade through, Wade Wolf through. Uh, if you if you do if you if please. this is your first time listening, you know who Wade Wolf is already. <laughs> <laughs> exactly just a guy we did kind of there was there was a reveal actually i'm gonna i'm gonna pull that up just again to kind of try to remember the end here because something made us think that jack who we've always looked at as a you know he is the a the friend canop- a brother oh. i you know i used to look at him as a friend but i do think that i have i've gone off team jack a little bit he's he, he's been a little too little too directly directly dirty <laughs> directly dirty <laughs> he's been um, yeah he's been getting his hands dirty uh, yeah. a little closer than usual yeah. in the last uh, episode or two Oh, okay. So Allison and Justin escort Jack home to the family manor in Tennessee to be kept under a watchful eye with his brother, Jake. Janine is buried in the Rose Cemetery in New Orleans. And then there was a weird little epilogue about us being vampire hunters, but I don't think that's canon <laughs> um, six years later. <laughs> not for you. <laughs> oh, uh, okay. I think the endings we need to get here are, one, we need like some kind of, uh, some kind of end for Jack, and yeah. we need to bring him to justice. Maybe, maybe kill him, him, maybe imprison justice. him, whatever. Um, I feel like it it wouldn't be right if Maximilian's not there for this. No, yeah, no, for sure. I mean, he was with us, but I think he got kind of boxed out of the room by Janine's mom last time. Um, yeah, I'm glad she's not here. <laughs> yeah, Janine's mom. Yeah, she. Um, I, I think yeah. if we're dealing with the supernatural, though, be it vampires or whatever oh. else, I think yes. Eve's got to be around. So maybe we can, maybe actually we could start there. We could collect kind of Eve and Maximilian and be like, hey, and this Peter is how, is. this, <laughs> you know what, call me crazy. I feel like Peter V's doesn't really need an epilogue. <laughs> There's not much to resolve there. <laughs> I feel like he will, anytime we're in a mall, he will always uh, be lurking. Yeah. And we do spend a lot of time in malls in this podcast somehow. Um, it's true. But uh, yeah, why don't we just start by collecting Eve and Maximilian and saying like, hey, we feel like we need to lock Jack up once and for all. And we've kind of come yeah. to the conclusion that the cannibal, the whole like cannibal factory, that's the kind of his cute way of, of talking about his family's vampirism. And they like, you know, yeah. they the, the whole kind of like non-blood, well... <laughs> <laughs> no pun intended. Family thing is also very reminiscent of like of you know a vampire family and the way that they kind of like collect and and you know come together uh, yeah, after I feel like turning step each one other is explaining this to Eve and Max. Yes, and then step two is probably confronting Jack and maybe also Jake. Yes. Yeah. Well. So yeah. So it sounds like we sent Jake somehow. I don't know how we had the power to do yeah. this, but we J- J- Jack is like on house arrest at the the gourmet manor in tennessee where did tennessee come from (laughs) it somehow like popped in there without us prompting it but we were like yeah that's perfect what what, wasn't the judge like we can do this one of three ways way one (laughs) i will send you to tennessee (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. that's exactly what happened okay so i'm gonna write to the little little prompt here I just I'm I'm trying to give like quite a bit of information so I like I'm saying like Eve Ward the medium and I tried to type Maximilian Nielsen the dandy but typed daddy oh he's definitely not the daddy (laughs) 
Allison and Justin are trying to bring Jack Gemtrue, the leader of the Cannibal Factory, newly discovered vampire, to justice once and for all. Jack has been on house arrest with his brother Jake at the Gourmet Manor in Tennessee, but first, Allison and Justin go to talk to Eve Ward, the medium, and Maximilian Nielsen, the dandy, to get their help on locking Jack up for good. What are you going to do with him? Eve asks Allison. I mean, what will you do if you trap him? I guess that's a question for <laughs> you, Allison. Um, yeah. Eve I'll, doesn't make good eye contact when she's asking <laughs> questions to you. Yeah, I'll, you, I'll take this one, Eve. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this is weirdly like a press conference where the two of us are it's like just up on us stage. in a room. It's the only way Maximilian will talk to anyone if it's in the form of a press conference with the people he's talking to. Sets him up at a big table with microphones, sits right across from him. Flashbulb going off right in their face. <laughs> he has one old timey camera. It's not even a camera, it's just the flash. Oh, very weird. Do do I mean, well, this is kind of what you know, that's what I'll say. I'll say we were kinda of hoping for your help on this Eve. Yeah, what what can you do to a vampire? This is Eve, so like Eve and Maximilian though. It's like you ask them for anything and they're like, <laughs> very interesting conundrum. I couldn't possibly imagine what you might do. I couldn't possibly help. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like last time uh, we had uh, Maximilian there to try to corner Jack on something, and Maximilian just kept trying to invite himself to leave. Like, well, I guess there's <laughs> nothing more for me to do here. Goodbye. I say, we were kind of hoping you might have some insight on the supernatural element, Eve. I guess I can answer your question, Eve says. You know Don't what? I know you. Stop you. <laughs> Go on. You've, you've, uh, you've told me before that my Eve voice is all over the place, and I always forget that, like, the first iteration of it was, like, more ethereal. I'm gonna try to remember that. I guess I can answer your question, Eve says. I'm not sure what's going to happen to him. I mean, his brother Jake and his father George are both vampires. What are they going to do? Eve. I told you I'm a vampire, Jerry! <laughs> Oh, you know what? We've actually discussed. We've like, there has been talk of Jack and Jake's father before. I don't remember much. I do think he. It was. It. It happened in the baseball game, like where for, for uh. like. I don't know what happened, but at the end of that, Jake or not Jake, Jack actually like was in jail with his father, and I think it was for the murder of that Russian baseball player. All right, right I don't okay. remember his name. Yeah, no, I think that's perfect. That. Uh... The father is making a surprise reappearance now. Yeah. D yeah. Okay. Once again, Eve still asking us when we're asking for help. It's like, hey, can you help us? Yeah. How can you help? <laughs> like, what do you think I should do? I'll try asking her directly. I've been getting the sense. I got the sense last time too. Maximilian feels a little like down. I think he's pretty broken up about this. Like he's not really like inserting himself. I want I, I want a good ending for Maximilian. We need to, I, I want him to be happy. I asked, Eve, is there any way to imprison a vampire to Invite stop them, them from causing harm? Eve thinks on this question, if you put him in a coffin without a lid, I'd say you could put a stake through his heart. I guess we'll have to do that. So We're, we're gonna try to kill the gourmet vampire family. I, I don't want to kill him. I'm like gonna be really upset if we have to kill Jack for good. Like Can I you really make, like there must be some kind of like vampire proof, like, you know, Hannibal Lecter mask where right? it's like a coffin with a stake right at the heart. So if he yeah. tries to get up, <laughs> yeah. he'll, he'll be in I'm bed. gonna I'm gonna ask if there's like a non lethal way to do this. Yeah. 
Yeah, are there any like vampire reform projects? <laughs> yeah, we want restorative justice here. Um, I say, Eve, is there any way we can trap him for good without killing him? It's hard to answer that, Allison. The only way to really trap any vampire is to kill them. They don't stay dead if you don't kill them. <laughs> Wisdom from, from Eve. You know? I mean, yeah, she, she's I, not wrong. I guess <laughs> we, we don't necessarily need him to stay dead. Should we see what's going on with Maximilian, how he's feeling about this, or you, if you had something going on? I got one more question okay. for her. Mm. Is there any way to cure vampirism? <laughs> <laughs> it's not a disease, Justin. You can't cure vampirism. You can only kill the vampire. Well, then, is there a cure for vampirism? No. <laughs> Oh, okay. I, I'm sorry. I just didn't hear you. Okay. So this is also making me think like, I feel like Eve doesn't have the most like, this is coming from my memories of her dealings with like Kayla, the ghost hunter and like the whole ghost situation. I feel like she doesn't have the most like progressive views on these kinds of things. Like, I feel like she, she might just actually be wrong. <laughs> yeah. I think she's like, what's like the turf equivalent for mediums? <laughs> she's like a a, verf. a a mortal uh mortal only radical mm. medium. She thinks all supernatural should die or already be dead. <laughs> a morm. A morm, yeah. <laughs> mortal only radical medium. Yeah. Maximilian, how are you feeling about all of this? I don't know what I can tell you, Maximilian oh, he's so says. Sad. <laughs> I'm gonna let that go. I want to. I want to get a little bit more out of him if I can. Well, I, I, I know you don't have anything to tell us, but I'm asking you specifically. I, I'm not sure. I'm the best person to ask. Maximilian says. Oh, he's so bummed. <sighs> what, what should we do here? So, like, okay, here, okay, yeah, you've got something, but I have a question for you. Is there yeah. anybody else that we've ever talked to? That would be like actually intelligent about this situation. Like, I mean, honestly, what about Kayla? Was Kayla like yeah, good that's or was she, for me. Uh, is she? Yeah, can't remember if she was like actually good at what she did or if she was just like a bit of a bitch. <laughs> Maximilian, I don't think you want Jack dead. I don't think we would either. We'll find some other way. Maximilian laughs. Oh, I'm sure you will. Vampires are too smart to be killed. It's the exception that proves the rule. It's the exception that proves the rule. So if we did kill Jack, it would prove that vampires are too smart to be killed? Yes. Oh, okay, got it, Max. Uh, yeah, I think we need... Who would have thought coming to these people first would not help? Yeah. We need someone competent. Yeah, okay, maybe I will... I mean, should we drag them with us? Oh, of course, yeah. Okay, yeah. We'll just, yeah, you know. our, our options here are a child detective, a weirdo <laughs> who lives in the mall... I do um, think there's a different child detective. I think. Are you talking about Perinel? Yeah, she's not so much a, a detective. I think she just got wrapped up in a strange mystery once. Yeah. So I think our options for who can actually help us boil down to the ghost who is a ghost hunter. Yeah, I think I think Kayla's the answer. We haven't talked to her in a long time. Did we leave? Was she in New York? I think so. I'll just go <laughs> go meet her in person. <laughs> I think she decided to stay in New York. Yeah, yeah. Mm. You can call her over to your place. Uh, Jack might all already maybe that's, be there now. Maybe that's where we all are. Jack is not here. Jack sense. is in Tennessee. He is not in my home. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I'm sure he is not here. (laughs) It's the exception that proves the rule. (laughs) Finding even Maximilian unhelpful, Justin and Allison drag them along to talk to Kayla, the ghost who is a ghost hunter. Why are we wasting our time with her? I'm interested in what she has to say. (laughs) I can't remember Kayla's voice, but once again, shocked that like, how did this like, it's like, it always knows. In her character, it always knows. Um... Ghosts aren't real, Allison, Kayla says. Well, that's fine. We don't need to establish yeah. ghosts right now. I we really t- need yeah. to talk about vampires. So she's like a TV ghost hunter. <laughs> like she likes just like <laughs> setting up some like, you know, uh, I set up the electronic meter in the in the attic. Yeah. Man, I, my typing has led to some fun typos. I just typed campires, which Ooh. I mean, <laughs> when are they not? Am I right? Um, We're not actually talking about ghosts, though. What do you know about vampires? Well, I know they're real, Kayla says. Okay, Allison says. What else do you know about them? (laughs) They're not real. (laughs) Okay, wow. Thanks, Kayla. Uh, This is the the competent person that we could turn to. (laughs) So good, so good. All right, well, like, look, if she thinks vampires are both real and not real, but she also thinks ghosts aren't real and is a ghost... Then she. Uh, this well, has always this been her like, thing. Well, we She's... prove that ghosts are real. Wait, that doesn't help us. Um, I, I maybe I'll ask her. Like, is there any way to trap a vampire? Yeah, that's what I was gonna do. Yeah, like hypothetically, if they were real, how would you go about <laughs> trapping a vampire for good? Is there any way to trap a vampire or to disarm one? Kayla laughs. <laughs> you can't do anything to a vampire. They're immortal. I want to talk about some ghosts, Allison says, changing the subject. <laughs> I have been reading this book about uh, hauntings in, in a historical context, and it's it's pretty interesting. <laughs> yeah, wait, can we get back to something more interesting than the uh, murders we're trying to solve right now? Uh, um, I'm going to say, just kidding, I don't want to change the subject. <laughs> I just wanted to take back control. This is how stupid you guys sound, being really ineffectual when we're trying to talk to you about something serious. You hear that? <laughs> Yeah, you, you hear how incompetent I sound right now? That's, That's you, you all the time. <laughs> Just kidding. I want to talk about vampires. Does anyone know of anyone who could help us trap Jack forever? <laughs> I know a witch, Kayla says. Really? Is she any good? I think so, Kayla says. So who are we going to talk to? Allison asks. I'm going to let that continue. Okay, we're getting a new witch to help us. Well, she she may not be a new witch, but we're getting Ooh, a new character who's um, a witch. Excuse to... me, I think you're being sexist right now. If you okay, yeah. you'll read what just happened. I um, yeah, it's a twist. <laughs> so, um, who are we going to talk to? Allison asks. We're gonna go talk to my dad. Kayla says he's the most powerful witch in the world. <laughs> Is he? Jack asks. Is that the most powerful witch in the world? That was like a <laughs> you know, I had scare. a suspicion that he was already in your room. Oh, fuck, Jack! How did this happen? I mean, you know, to be fair, we left his house arrest in the hands of Jake, so probably pretty loosey goosey over there. <laughs> I think, I think especially goosey. I think Jake probably keeps geese. <laughs> Um, um okay. I'll, should we I'll, ask Jack like, what he's doing here, or should yeah. we just like roll with it and like let's all go talk to Kayla's dad, the witch? Jesus, Jack, how did you get in my house again? You're supposed to be on house arrest. Ah, but circumstances change, don't they? Uh, oh, new character, 
Okay. Kayla's father. Oh, Who's that? yeah. Okay. I got How this. Are we? Sorry. I thought it's yeah. a Kayla. Me too. Uh, hmm. Have one, what's a voice? A Boston accent? Probably not. A Boston uh, accent? Yeah. Where I, just did want, that I don't come want him from? to be like mysterious witch. I just <laughs> want him to be like some dude. Do a Philly accent. <laughs> oh, wait. Sorry. That's just I, you talking, I wish I actually. I could do one better. I <laughs> wish I could do more of one than I have better than I can do one. Uh, <laughs> I think this is Kayla as answering. Him. Okay, yeah. We're looking for someone to help us trap vampire leader Jack Gemtrue. <laughs> and Jack's like, in the flesh. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he my does a little, pleasure. Like, little head nod, wave. Like, yeah. Do you have any idea how much that's worth? It's not something you enter into lightly. Well, we thought you might, Allison says. What do you think? Really know. I think we need to establish to him like are we like willing to pay? Do we have money? Do we have money in this world? <laughs> uh we can figure out what he wants and we can Maximilian we can can, Maximilian's got the No, uh, he's like a yeah. cheapskate. He just dresses like a dandy. Well, I think okay. I think one or the other of Eve or Max has some kind of money, right? I think I thought Eve is like okay, does okay for herself somehow. We can we can get this money together. Yeah. But we need to, yeah, I think we need to say to him, like, can your witch powers help us uh, bring Jack yeah. to, like, help us imprison Jack? <laughs> See this guy right here? How do we trap him? Can your witch magic help us imprison Jack? It depends on what you're looking for in a long-term solution, Kayla's father says. How exactly are you planning on trapping him? Jesus. Well, well, we don't have a lot of ideas. <laughs> That's why we're asking you. Yeah. As long as it's permanent and non-lethal, it works for us. What about locking him in some alternate dimension? Could that work? That's a little tricky. Could you do it? Allison asks. I suppose it would take a lot of power, though. Are you talking about money? Do you want money? We'll, we'll fucking pay you, dude. Yeah, like, do you... What, what power do you It takes a lot want, of like, power, he says, or like, <laughs> rubbing his fingers together in the universal sign for cash. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I'll, I'll tell him we're, we're willing to... Yeah, it would take quite a few Krispy Kreme donuts, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> like, do you just want us to, like, buy you beer, or, like, how much money are we talking? Jack's just, like, standing by with a smug grin, like, ooh, look, watch these monkeys run. They'll never get me. <laughs> Uh, I say, look, we're willing to do whatever it takes. Do you need money or spell components? We can do whatever you need if you can help us imprison Jack. Money is good. <laughs> Kayla's, Kayla's father says. says. Who are you working for? Allison says, or Kayla says. Well, we sort of work for ourselves, Allison says. We're just trying to get this done. We don't have any big, like... Yeah, like <laughs> look, can you give us an estimate? Give us, can you give us a quote? <laughs> this is surprisingly coherent. <laughs> what was the father's name? We don't have one for him yet. He just, uh, it's just Kayla's dad. Uh, sorry, no, what was Jack, uh, George? Oh, George. Jack's father. Yeah, 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 yeah. George Costanza, <laughs> canonically. Yeah. Look, can you give us an estimate on how much it would cost to imprison Jack, Jake, and their father, George, in an alternate dimension? I'll <laughs> do better than guy. give you an estimate, Kayla's father says. I'll give you a discount. <laughs> Do you want to come to me with the bait to the basement? We have all the stuff you need. Oh no! Are we gonna get like? Are, are we getting like scammed here? <laughs> like if Kayla's with us, like he's not 
like he might be scamming us right he might be like it's like when you bring your car in and they're like oh you know it's not just the oh i know it's just an oil change but your your brakes are also broken like he's probably gonna overcharge us but we're kind of a captive audience that's fine yeah i'm just a little worried but i mean i guess maybe he has all of his witch stuff in the basement let's just go to the basement yeah like oh you're you're lucky you called me when you did your heater's (laughs) about to burst i didn't even know your apartment had a basement (laughs) <laughs> well i guess i did but i thought like the the super it's lived the down the apartment underneath you're just like bar- barging into someone else's apartment <laughs> uh, they sorry a Kay- witch told me i could come in <laughs> <laughs> they follow kayla's dad to the basement oh we have a choice here i like the second one because it gets <laughs> he's like moving it in a direction but yeah. i do like that there's in the first a large one, painting a of large a wizard painting of someone's like who's that w-? well no he's a witch we're like, who's that wizard? Right. And Kayla's like, Kayla leans over and she's like, we don't, we don't talk about the wizard anymore. We don't talk <laughs> I, about I really Bruno. thought I was going to be like, who's that wizard? Oh, that's my mom. <laughs> yeah, they're bending gender roles. Um, they follow Kayla's dad to the basement. They sit in the dark while Kayla's father lights some candles. <laughs> you see that box over there? The one with the little bells on top of it? Yeah. yeah they all they say. They all say. <laughs> that's going to get us out of here. How? Allison asks. They follow his pointing hand to a box that appears to be caged. It's a box in a cage. <laughs> the little bell's on top. That's a teleport. What's a teleport? Allison asks. Shall we? I'm going to let it continue. Okay, yeah. This is like the box we're going to imprison Jack and Jake in in a yeah. box in your basement. I feel a little bad about... I feel like Jake deserve, deserves more restorative justice. He just seems so... I don't know. Maybe he is more fucked up than it seems. I just feel like he's innocent. Maybe we can find an, a, another way here. It's a device that lets you teleport yourself to anywhere in the world instantly. Really? Justin asks. Okay, 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 wait. I want to, I, I kind of have an idea here. Like, I feel like there's a chance that this might be going, so, like, we can use this to teleport Jack anywhere in the world. And, like, can we just teleport him to, like, a Hannibal Lecter cell? Like, like no a way to get out. <laughs> and, no, I don't want to go, I don't want him dead. <laughs> no, but, like, a sa- like <laughs> a nice volcano. <laughs> oh, okay, a white-collar volcano. <laughs> <laughs> um like yeah i think we need to like just transfer him to some like maximum security situation that he can't get out of and a maximilian security prison <laughs> oh no if, if maximilian was the one in charge of his uh his imprisonment i feel like that would be an instant get out of jail free card um okay White color so- volcano as a phrase is like really sticking with me um so i'm thinking like okay because one of my favorite things about vampire lore is the thing where like they can't get in a door unless they're invited so like what if it's just like (laughs) like a door (laughs) like yeah we trap him in like a hallway (laughs) with like a (laughs) door a hallway with like a lot of doors and like do you keep accidentally inviting him into your house why is he always there Well, because I think I did invite him in once, and then I think it is kind of like a, a blanket statement, uh, right? You. Like that's yeah. now his home. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So what it's do you? Like okay, bed bugs or something? Like bed bugs or something? You have to invite bed bugs in, and then they're always <laughs> no, there. Like, if you get them, like you can never you really have... get rid of them. Oh, I don't know. Okay. Is that even true for bed bugs? <laughs> um. So okay, do you feel like that's airtight or no? Yeah, I feel like we can we can talk about it. Okay, 
So should I like debut I feel like this? We should run it by the yeah someone else here, but they're yeah. gonna be like, I don't know, what do you want to do? I know this. this I am not explaining this well, but hopefully somebody will pick something up. Okay, hear me out, guys. What if we use the teleport transport Jack into a room where he can never get out, like a hallway with a door that he can never be invited in, so he can never get out. That would work. <laughs> I love this guy. <laughs> This is the most helpful guy we've ever talked to, surprisingly. Like, he's just like a tradesman, right? Yeah. Like, he just, like, wants to get paid for a job, yeah. so. Yeah. He's an honest dealer. Yeah, it's It's about true. time we've talked to, like, a blue-collar worker. I know. <laughs> Not a weird dandy. Yeah. Um, okay, what should we do here? Should we just let him, like, say, like, let's get to it? Do we need to, like, yeah, pay like, him oh. first or what? Like, I don't know. Can he just? Can we just get started on it? And we'll like we're good for well, it. Well, we've got to look. We've got yeah. to. We'll, oh yeah, what's the price? We got to yeah. seal the deal. We'll buy it. What's the price? Twenty grand. Kayla's father says, twenty grand. That's a lot of money. <laughs> Maximilian says. Well, is it worth it? Like, yeah, twenty grand is actually lower than I was anticipating. Maximilian, can you chip in on this? I have money. Maximilian says. Picture is that the dad? <laughs> me too. Yeah, I'm gonna take pictures. <laughs> hey, dad. me too, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me too. Victor says. <laughs> I have some. Jack says. Well, I have uh, nothing. Allison says. <laughs> really? Right, well, really it accurate. It looks like between Kayla's dad, Jack, and Maximilian, Jack's we would have like, this thing. Gonna, Jack, get out of here. We've shut the, the fuck up. The people helping pay for it right now include the guy selling it and the guy being imprisoned well, by it. I, I think Victor was just being cute. I think he was like, yeah, yeah we, we all got sassy. money, but we're like, give me your money. We, like, I'm going to ask Eve because, you know, I feel like you, yeah, you're yeah, like, yeah. you're more of a friend of, of, uh, of Maximilian's and I'm more of a friend of Eve's we shift. <laughs> yeah a friend of Maximilian being a <laughs> they're both you know codes for queerness <laughs> a f yeah it's exact it's friends of Dorothy but yeah you know, in podcast universes I say Eve you can help out with the cost too right sure Eve says all right we've got twenty thousand dollars anyone want to chip in on the shipping <laughs> it better not cost me anything else <laughs> says <laughs> I'm canonically a cheapskate on this. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's like my one character trait somehow. Um, All right, I'm gonna oh, okay. go ahead Can, and like what is, do. What is the shipping? Uh, what do you mean shipping? Like the the <laughs> teleport box has a shipping charge to do the teleporting? I'm just gonna leave it open ended because maybe he means like you know the Max and Jack ship that's been brewing for quite a while. <laughs> Justin says, wait. When you say shipping, you'll get an explanation when we get the device. Now, we don't have all the details worked out yet. Eve, do you have a better idea? Actually, I do, she says. <laughs> oh, well, God, come on. It was everyone. always so simple. I'm Okay, I'm going to say something. We just facilitated this transaction with your downstairs neighbor to permanently put Jack away. <laughs> I kind of think the teleport plan is good, but Eve, what's your idea? Well, look at it this way. We get Jack in there, we trap him, and we have a little insurance. If he ever gets out, we can send him right back to you. Eve. What's the insurance? Yeah, what like, do you even the, fucking what's mean? What's the twist here? Is it a hostage? Is it like Jake's not there? Is she trying to say, what, is she trying to say like trap him in my house? 
Yeah, so that occurred to me too, that like we send him back to you to, so we trap him literally like, well, maybe not in, maybe not in your house, but maybe in uh, this guy's house in the cage. We get Jack in there, pointing to the cage maybe, we trap him and we have a little insurance. If he ever gets out, we send him right back to you. I'm not following it. I don't know what she means. I don't know. Wait, maybe we just say, all right, Eve, whatever. We, I think we have the plan settled. (laughs) No, I I think it's about a hostage. Oh, okay. I say what? Like a hostage? Yeah, she says. What if he kills us? Maximilian asks. Well, then we just kill that one too. Kayla says, pointing at Maximilian. <laughs> oh Whoa. my god, Maximilian is the collateral. <gasps> oh. Maybe she was talking to Maximilian. Oh, yeah, we trap him in here. We get Jack in there. We trap him and we have a little endurance. If oh. he ever gets out, we can send Okay, does, yeah. does she if he, think if he like, Jack ever gets out, we can send him Maximilian back to us? God. <laughs> I don't know. Guys, we were so close to having a solution. Like it was really simple. Let's let it generate. Let's see okay. if anyone can clear anything up. I want to see if what Maximilian says about that. Yeah. Well, then we just kill that one too. Kayla says, pointing at Maximilian. I like it. She says. They all agree to Eve's plan. <laughs> I don't Good. clearly, I don't know what exactly Eve's plan is in any clear way, but yeah, fine. Eve's plan, something to do with, like, we have a gun pointed at Maximilian, so sure. if anyone dies but here, it's going to be him, not Jack. Like, is, is Does this, like, go off of the fact that we are assuming Jack has, like, real affection for Maximilian, which has always been kind of uncertain if he, like, Actually has I'm a certain heart. Like I feel like it's yeah. been shot down multiple times. True, it's true. I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> Th- whatever. Let's just get this guy in a box. <laughs> I guess this does clear things up when we said like anyone want to chip in on the shipping. As soon as we talked about shipping, Eve is bringing up the Max and Jack <laughs> ship. True, true, true. Gem true, gem true, gem true. Gem true, gem true. I'm going to say, like, let's, okay, let's just, let's go ahead and get this guy teleported. Well, I guess we need to know where. <laughs> Dude, okay, so this needs to be, like, a guarded hallway, right? Like, because yeah. on the other side of the door needs to be someone who we know will never invite him in. Yes. So what, are we, like, hiring he- someone or what? Do we know anyone that would be any good at that job? I really don't think so. Like, I don't even think Roboto would be very good at that. That guy is a, he's a, Jack would have one conversation with him and he'd be questioning his whole existence. (laughs) Yeah, no, that guy is not a, not a stable personality. No, no. Yeah, no, I don't think we have anyone who's up to task. Wade Wolf is pretty steadfast. The mall security guard was pretty useless last time, I think. Who did you say was pretty steadfast? Wayne Wolf is kind of like a steady, steady guy committed to the job. I guess. Yeah. Should we give Wade Wolf the the job of of guarding Jack for an eternity? (laughs) Yeah, I think he's up for it. (laughs) He literally is just like an athletic trainer for the New England Patriots or something. so solid i always felt yeah you know what we'll put one end of the box in the patriots locker room and the (laughs) other end in this basement in your apartment building okay is that what we're doing should we explain that yeah let's yeah let's explain that part of the plan to the dungeon 
Should I? I'll do it in story. <laughs> to teleport. Okay, so this is gonna be like a little, like the the equipment, like an, a disused equipment room in the, yeah in the new the the New York New England Patriots. Okay. Yeah, this is yeah some like broom closet in the the bowels of Gillette Stadium. <laughs> In Boston. It's striking me that like Twilight was a baseball movie. That, oh, that was a, a so vampire right. story that was also a baseball story. This is a vampire story that's also a football story. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah, normally it's werewolves like basketball, vampires like Wait, baseball. Wade Wolf? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> w Wolf. They all agree to Eve's plan. They decide to teleport Jack to a disused broom closet in the New England Patriots Stadium in Boston, where the door will be guarded for an eternity by Wade Wolf, Joshua's uncle, who worked for the football team. Okay, let's go get the item, Kayla says. On the night of the operation, the team arrives at Boston. (laughs) They take (laughs) their vehicles into the stadium and secure key areas. We're driving our cars onto the the football field. (laughs) Like around the concourse. Like, Honestly, like, sounds kind of fun. Yeah. Maybe it's like little golf carts. Oh, very cute. Should we let it go? Yeah, let it go. Okay. Then they then take a large bus and drive out to the stadium. We're here. Great. Victor says. Kayla says, we'll teleport in a minute. Just be patient. Okay. I am patient. What are you talking about? Oh, we're doing it. We're so close. We're This is happening here. How do, how right. do we make sure this, this goes who's, off? Who's got the big job of inviting Jack into the box in the first place? Part of me wants to say Maximilian, but I really don't know if that would like actually have the weight that, it, that we think it does. And I, I kind of think I'm the one with the rapport. Or- I think you're the obvious choice, but I want to ask. I want to see if okay. I would allow it to be Maximilian if GPT wants that to okay. happen. I was also going to say, Justin- I feel like Jack has always taken a liking to you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Who should invite Jack into the box? I'll do it. Victor says. <laughs> Everybody's quiet for a bit. <laughs> like, I got to do everything myself. <laughs> <laughs> We're paying him pretty well for this. Yeah, come on, dude. All right. Kayla says, you know the plan, Jack. What? <laughs> You know the plan, Jack. Do you want to go with Victor? She asks. Sure, he says. Smarmy Even bastard. Jack's in on this, which makes me feel like it's not going to work at all. <sighs> I Maybe one of us should step in and be like, Victor, like, thank you for your help. But I think that we have a little bit more expertise with Jack, dealing with Jack. Yeah. Yeah. I think you can say that. And then we'll see if anyone steps up, if it's you, if it's me. I love that. Kayla and her uh, very competent dad have both just like leapt right in and like, we got this, all right, we'll, we'll drive everyone to Boston, we'll make sure everyone's in on the plan. Victor, I appreciate it, but I think we all have a bit more expertise in dealing with Jack. Which of us should be the one to get him in the box? It's pretty easy, we just need to distract him, and then you can lock the box, then you can lock the box and teleport him. I don't think he'll be able to get out anyway. Plus, you'll be safe. All right, I suppose you're right. I'll just try to keep him busy until you get there. Okay, great, Allison says. Okay, Kayla says. She stands up. Let's just do the thing, I guess. All right, I'll say, all right. Uh, hey, Jack, would you like to step inside this box? <laughs> That's really disconcerting. Jack shrugs his shoulders and gets into the box. 
Okay, here we go, Kayla says. She stands in front of him. Wade is on the left, she says. Wow. <laughs> wow, it just worked. It just worked. Was that it? That was the thing? Uh, let it generate more, He maybe. got in the box. <laughs> Wait. Okay, here we go, Kayla says. She stands in front of him. Wade is on the left, she says. He's your uncle, so he's not going to attack you. He's everybody's uncle. Just try to stay calm and you'll be fine. Okay, Jack says nervously. Victor teleports into the room. <laughs> we'll get in, get the item, and teleport. You'll never see us. Deal? Deal, Jack says. Kayla presses her hands against his chest. Ready, she asks. I'm going to let it go oh, more. What is so, happening So he like now? stepped in the box and now Kayla has to like push him, I feel like. Okay, I thought they were like double crossing us, like they're trying to steal oh. something out of there. Kayla presses her hands to the chest. Ready, she asks. Ready, he says. Kayla releases her grip on his heart. The two of them teleport and appear in a room with a door. The door is closed. Kayla went in with him. Wow, for $20,000, we've also imprisoned Kayla in this room forever. Oh, we didn't, did she, was that intentional? Well, she can just open the door and leave, right? He can't because she he hasn't can. been invited. Oh, okay, okay. Um, oh, okay, what do we do? Okay, I'm gonna be like, because that wasn't really discussed, that that's how that was gonna have to go down. Yeah, maybe you should ask and maybe uh, maybe yeah. the dad can explain. I'm going to be like... Yeah, that's why they were so nonchalant. Like, who's going to get him in the box? And they're all like, yeah, anyone can. It's, it's literally <laughs> harmless. <laughs> Wait, Victor, was Kayla supposed to go in with him? Is she okay? Uh, Yeah, she'll be fine. I don't know. <laughs> I think she just used a little more of my power than she was supposed to. She'll be fine. Okay. Ah, uh, you know, it's yeah, just my daughter locked in some room with a vampire. She'll be all right. She's a smart kid. Um, okay. I mean, like, where do we go? What? Yeah, what What happens now? Do we need to get Jake? Do we need to oh. do something with him? Or I mean, do like, we yeah, wanna, is like, this like... See what Maximilian's feeling with all this? Or Yeah, why don't you ask Max... Yeah, ask him how he's feeling. Maybe we can do... Maybe after the credits, we can do a little, like, epilogue of going to see Jake and see what he... What, how, where things stand with him. All right, Jack's locked up now. Maximilian, how are you feeling about all this? I'm nervous, Maximilian says. Just keep an eye on him and you'll be fine. If you sense anyone else trying to use the item, stop him, okay? Easy as. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I feel like we're leaving the teleporter entrusted to Maximilian and possibly Oh, Eve. that feels dangerous. That feels like it's instantly going to fail. Yeah. Should we do it or should we say we'll hang on to it? Is that part of like, is that what she meant by like, if anything goes wrong, we'll just teleport him right back to you? Oh, yeah. Like she'll she'll invite him in the box, but have it go right to your apartment again. Good. Okay. Is this what's been happening for the last several months and years? <sighs> yeah, this this does make me nervous, but I feel like we have to trust it for what it is. Yeah, we'll just uh, let that one slide. I'm going to say Max like, and Eve are the keepers of the teleporter. I say, wow, it was that easy. Jack locked up for good. A job well done, everybody. Great job, Kayla, Victor says. He walks over and hugs her. Oh, she's here. She's fine. <laughs> she just walked out the door and came back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Thanks, she uh, says, hugging oh, him back. <laughs> <laughs> so what now? Do we go get our stuff? Jack asks. <laughs> Should it just like fade to black on that? Fade to Jack Black. Fade to Jack Black. 
<laughs> introducing our new character for the next season, Jack Black. <laughs> yeah, like, is the resolution for Jack that we can't actually do anything about him? No, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he is trapped in the room. Maybe that, maybe, we, like, maybe the room's right there. Maybe we were, like, right outside the room and the door was open. He just can't come out, you know? Yeah, maybe we'll ask, like, yeah. Justin says, Jack, you're really trapped in there, huh? Yeah. Jack says. <laughs> well, that's, okay, now it fades to black. Fades to black. <laughs> show don't tell. Sometimes just tell. No show. Uh, well, I mean, I, I'm i honestly, like, really satisfied with that. That felt like a, that felt surprisingly like a big piece of teamwork. We, you know, we found, we found someone who could actually get the job done. And he I like did. that Jack at least like accepted his his ending there too. Yeah, but that is that, that's a little concerning. But you know what? We'll we'll cross that bridge if we ever come to it. Yeah, if we come to it, we'll just teleport him back to you. We'll just teleport him back to me, I guess. All right. Whoever. Do we want to like in exposition say like we then did the same with Jake and George? <laughs> Okay, here's here was my here's my thought. I kind of yeah. want to like go have a convert. I don't know. Maybe we definitely do the same with George, but I kind of want to have like a conversation with Jake. Like let's like lock up his dad, lock up yeah. his brother, and be like Jake. Like, do you like? Yeah, yeah. Do you yeah, think yeah. you could actually be good for for the rest of your life? All right, I feel like we can do as exposition. Like, uh, we we pull the same pull the same routine on George. Yeah. The crew carries out the same plan on George, sending him to be locked in the same room as Jack in the page. Oh, I didn't even put in the Patriots dressing room. It's in that itself. I'm trapped. <laughs> I'm trapped, Jerry. <laughs> I'm trapped, Jack. I can't get out of here. <laughs> All right, Justin says. We have to go in and get you out, Kayla. I'm good. Let's go, she says. <laughs> this is so easy. So easy. Why haven't we done this forever ago? <laughs> God, why do people have a hard time catching, like, criminal masterminds? It's so fucking easy. Everyone tries to make it too complicated. Yeah. They try to make it, like, you know. Everybody's so dramatic. Just do the straightforward thing. Yeah. Trap them in it. Yeah, the straightforward thing. Get a box that teleports people, teleport him to Boston to a little room where it's being guarded by one guy. It's that fucking simple as. Uh, I'm trapped. I'm I'm trapped. <laughs> Wow. Okay, we're done. It's done. You know, we got him. We got him, boys. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. This is so, this is the end. This is the the climactic ending to season one of Robots on Typewriters. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So. Um, I feel like we're gonna get a hate mail from like our three fans. <laughs> like, what the fuck was all that? <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, like I said, it's not that we're never going to talk to these guys again, but uh, we, we just wanted to it's kind like of... they're trapped. It, they're trapped. Um, we just, yeah, we wanted to, to kind of give ourselves the, the space to, to explore another universe with, you know, I'm sure it'll, it'll generate a, an equally colorful cast of characters, but on a different, uh, maybe a different backdrop, but, but these guys will, I'm sure, never be far. Um, I mean... Especially if you're in Boston, because that's where they are. Um, but <laughs> yeah, they'll be especially close if you're in that area. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so uh, again, this was AI Dungeon, which you can play yourself at AIDungeon.io. We, uh, if you would like to send us hate mail, <laughs> um, we understand. We, we understand. deserve it. 
Um, yeah, if you would like to to um, to get into contact with us, you can email us at robots at backcamp.org, and you can also tweet at us at robot typewriter. And we have a theme song, and it is Video Challenge by Anamanaguchi. And uh, let's let's do as a little bit of an epilogue. I'm we're gonna check in with Jake. I'll type. Okay. After trapping Jack and George, Justin and Allison pay Jack's brother Jake a visit at the Gourmet Manor in Tennessee to see if he could leave the family's legacy of crime behind. Hello, he says. It's me, Allison. We need to chat, she says. Oh, hi. I'm in the middle of something. Can it wait? Um, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> we'll come back later. <laughs> Scene. I don't think it can wait, Jake. We need to talk about Jack and your dad. Okay, he says, walking into an- to another room. <laughs> Allison takes out her phone and calls Victor. What's up? Yes. <laughs> uh, nothing. Just she's like putting him on speaker to like yeah. explain all this. Oh yeah, yeah. Actually, that's a yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, it's like exactly what I do every time I do a zesty hat that I don't ex- understand. I'm like, yeah, you know, somebody else explain. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna tag team this uh, imprisonment. <laughs> You think there's cops like that where it's like, we're, let's tag team these Miranda rights. Why don't you take it away? <laughs> Popcorn read these Miranda rights. <laughs> you have the right. <laughs> Just to make it a little more fun. Um, <laughs> she puts Victor on speakerphone so he can explain how they tra- tra- trapped Jack and George. Great job, he says. We should be able to move the items tonight. <laughs> no, we can keep them here, she says. I don't really know um, what items you're talking about, but they can definitely stay here, Jake. Jake, we need to know, now that Jack is locked up, what's your plan? Should we trust you outside a cell, or should you be locked up with them? I'm not saying that I won't try to escape, but if I do, I'm not sure the team can stop me. I'm not going to attack them, he says. Jake, what do you really want out of life? I want out of life. (laughs) (laughs) This is really cute. I'm going to (laughs) cry. I want out of life. I don't know. I want to be with my family. I want to go to college. (laughs) Maybe medical school. I want to open a restaurant. I want to travel. I think I feel like you and I share a meaningful glance. Like, I think I think he's going to be all right. Yeah. Uh yeah. Uh Victor, can we cut the can we get another discount? Can we get just two prisoners? <laughs> wow. Can next season start with like Jake's first like uh undergrad class? Oh uh, college definitely we can do that, Jake. Medical school. <laughs> One thing at a time. Well he's got a lot of like anatomy and surgery experience. I, that is uh, tr- true. Gem true. Gem true, true, true. Gem true, bestie. Allison and Justin share a meaningful glance. They think Jake will be all right on his own and can be trusted to leave his life of crime. Oh, we have a choice. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do the second one for sure. Yeah. I want to stop this endless cycle of doing bad things to try to get ahead, Jake says. Ugh. So you want a way out of this life, Allison asks? I want a way out of this life. I want to be happy, Jake says. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I thought it did not give us the ending we were looking for, but I hope people stuck around to this part. Oh, man. It's so nice. It's so nice. Okay. I feel so good about that. This is this was I, exactly what yeah. I wanted. 
I feel like we were trying really hard to give Jack like a nice ending that he did not at all deserve. Serve, like, yeah. For four years, he's been nothing but like a ruthless criminal manipulating everyone we tried to have him have an interaction with. And it, it finally did give Jake a, a nice ending. I think Jake is going to be just fine. I feel like also like once again, right down to the end of this season, GPT always understood our characters yeah. better than we did and could really, write our characters better than we could. Really confusing, but hey, that's showbiz, baby. That's GPT biz, baby. <laughs> yeah, if you have any ideas, I know I don't normally do like a logistic-y kind of <laughs> wrap-up-y at the end, but like if you, dear listener, has any ideas for like what you might want to see out of a new season of this show, how we can begin yeah. anew, feel free to tweet at us, email Seriously, us, all that. Yeah. Allison will give you uh, the details on how to do that if you don't already know. But like, I already we're, did that. we're open to a lot of new things. We've already discussed. We're, we're very likely going to have like a new theme song, a new intro song. Oh um, yes. We're going to have new characters. We're going to try to invent some new games, play some old games. Yeah, I think. I don't know. I'm even thinking about uh, looking into upgrading to the dragon model on AI Dungeon, like okay. being a paid uh, paid customer if we're going to make so many episodes out of this. Yeah. So thanks for, you know, if you have, if, if you are someone who has listened since the beginning, we can't since fathom. Since the beginning of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> we can't thank you enough for, for sticking it out. <laughs> it's been a long hour. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, we truly... Um, we we appreciate so much that even if you know even if you've never you know never let us know that you listen if you have been we can't appreciate even enough. if you've made a solemn vow to yourself never <laughs> to tell anyone including us that you listen to this um yeah it it means a lot that you uh enjoy this content enough to listen to 157 episodes of it um yeah or just one or, or just, just like one five. like Truly. however many you've listened Truly. to that you listen yeah. at all that you want to spend time with this yeah uh, that matters a lot to us so it really does we keep making this show yeah if you want to support us uh don't just fucking tweet don't. at us yeah know? that supports us money. so we much we just want you to like make fanfic about our truly characters. truly yeah yeah i mean now that the door's closing on these guys uh you're gonna need gonna need more uh somewhere to put that to put that love for them write us fanfic yeah are you a select partner do you have access to dolly too maybe make some uh holistic fan art of our yeah podcast. yeah well hopefully uh hopefully season two is just as good as season one and maybe it'll be shorter maybe, uh, maybe. maybe we'll do like one year per season or yeah something maybe we'll actually future. put some thought into it this time beep you next poop beep you next poop